This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to today's show. My name is Amy Bauman and we meet here every Tuesday uh, to unpack some things that we're learning in our lives, to dive a little deeper into God's Word, and hopefully have a little bit of fun while we're doing it. If this is your first time watching, just a special welcome to you. I just pray that these next few minutes will be a blessing and will help you uh, navigate the rest of your week, maybe give you a little boost, and hopefully give you a different perspective on what we want to talk about today, which is surrender. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for uh, everything that you are doing and how you are moving, especially this week. We just thank you for uh, the many gifts that you give us. We thank you for Jesus, your son, and what he did for all of us on the cross. We just pray that you will open our hearts and our ears for what it is that you want to say, that you will anoint me, Holy Spirit, and that I may speak your truth with love. And I just thank you for each person watching, Lord, and I just pray that you will bless them and, and be with them however they need today. We love you and ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we are right in the middle of Holy Week, just coming off um, that season of Lent. And if you watched a couple of our episodes, we kind of talked about what Lent was. Lent is designed um, for 40 days to kind of evaluate areas in your life, maybe where you're thirsting for God, and allow Him to speak to your heart. And sometimes we do that. We quiet our hearts and our minds uh, through fasting, giving up something so that we can pay closer attention to um, what God wants to say to us. And so I usually leave that 40 days of Lent uh, not so much as a fasting from physical things, but to create a space for the Lord to speak to me, to, to give me revelation, to speak to me about things that I need to change in my heart and in my life so that I can fully receive the gift of what Jesus did on the cross. And this was definitely a different Lenten season for me. Um, there was some heartache, there was some change, and there was definitely this period where I was in transition and really deeply evaluating some things in my life that the Lord showed me that he wanted me to change. And one of those things is really fully surrendering. Now, I think that throughout our life, we have these times where we surrender, you know, more and more and more. But when you think about it, when we first start out as, as babies, as, as young kids, Everything is focused on being independent. I mean, I'm helping watch my grandbaby um, once every week. And so I don't look at it as just an opportunity to spend time with her, but I'm spending some significant time with her that 
what I show her is going to create an impact. And so, you know, you're helping them take steps, you're helping them with words, you're helping them with, you know, puzzles and, and way that they're figuring out. And I've watched her, she's going to be two in June. You know, she has this independent spirit that she wants to put her shoes on by herself. She wants to, you know, carry her own little purse. She wants to sit, this was new, <laughs> she wants to sit at the table and, and in a chair like all the big people. She doesn't want to sit in her high chair anymore because for her, what the table represents is that's where all the big people sit. And so if I can go back to my own life and see I was exactly the same way and I'm sure you were too. The goal for all of us is to have independence and to be able to do things on our own. I can do it. I will do it. I will do it. And, and that is a common theme that we have throughout our life. Well, when we have this thing, this draw, this pull to be independent people, where is their dependence on God? Where is there a white flag that says, I want to surrender my life to you? And I think that that's a challenge for all of us, right? Living in this world and wanting to become independent and grow up and do our own thing, that the act of actually surrendering takes time. And a lot of times it, it happens when we get to that wall in our life where we can't climb it, we can't go through it, we can't go under it, we can't do it unless we allow God to work and move. And in, in all of those little pieces, our struggles, our brokenness, our challenges, those hardships, we're surrendering a little bit at a time, understanding that in those moments where we surrender and we allow God to move, we can actually see him moving. We can actually see him working. And so we come away from that going, okay, well, I honestly couldn't do that without God. Next time I'm going to try to let him work a little sooner. I'm not going to keep butting my head up against the wall trying to do it on my own. And so over the course of our life, you know, we are surrendering little bits and pieces of ourself and allowing God to have more and more and more control. That word control is hard though, right? I mean, how many of us want to hang on and have control? Because we know what we can do. We know what we can make happen. We know how it all works when we touch it with our hands. When we are surrendering our control to God, well, we don't really know how it's going to turn out. We don't know what he's going to ask us to do. We don't know what he's going to ask us to give up. And a lot of times it's a battle against our flesh, right? Because our flesh wants to be comfortable. Our flesh wants to know where we're going. Our flesh wants to keep all of our stuff close by. And it's challenging. And so... For me, over Lent, God was asking me to surrender even more, and that was challenging. Until I get to my devotional reading and my time in God's Word, 
And I read about how God surrendered his only son. God surrendered up his child so that Jesus could die on the cross for all of our sins. And I read about how Jesus surrendered his life for all of us and died an awful, awful death. And, and along the way, he was rebuked and he was ridiculed and he was mocked and he was spit on and he wasn't appreciated. And yet he still took those steps to the cross. Sunday was just Palm Sunday, right? This triumphant entry into Jerusalem where everybody laid their cloaks down and palm branches and, and let Jesus walk on a donkey, you know, be carried on a donkey down the street. And they were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna, son of David, glory to God in the highest. And if you read Luke 19, I believe, starting in verse 28. You talk about how Jesus rides down the road into Jerusalem, and what does he do? He weeps. Now, that doesn't sound triumphant. That doesn't sound glorious. Why is Jesus weeping? Because he knows where he's going. He knows that all of those people that are crying Hosanna and glory to God and King Jesus are going to be shouting in just a few short days, crucify him, send him to the cross, give us Barabbas. Maybe he knows that his disciples are going to betray him and leave him and leave him there to die. Maybe he knows that everything that he's doing on the cross, even 2,000 years later, people are still not receiving the gift. And yet, he surrenders. He does it anyway. And he goes to the cross for you and for me. And I sit here and I say, oh, it's just so hard to surrender, Lord. And yet, am I really looking at everything he gave up for me? Am I really looking at what full surrender means? And, and that he's not asking me to do anything that he hasn't already done for me and for you and, and for everyone. We want to hold on to things so bad you know, all of our stuff and all of our unforgiveness and all of our pride and all of our things that we're, that we're not willing to open our hands and to receive what is truly important and what really matters. And man, this week of all weeks can really make you focus and think about, he's asking me to surrender why should that be so hard? So I'm unpacking. I'm, I'm evaluating. I'm thinking about the different chairs that I sit in. And where can I surrender more? Where can I give more? Where can I allow the Lord to work in me even more 
by surrendering those last little bits of things that I'm hanging on to that in the whole scheme of things, they don't matter. So I want to encourage you today as we're in the middle of Holy Week and we're on the journey to Good Friday and to Resurrection Sunday, what are you still holding on to? What are you still not willing to give up where you're, where you're questioning God and saying, are you sure you want me to do that, Lord? Are you sure you want me to surrender? Because I really like it. I really like all my stuff. I would encourage you to think about what God did for all of us, how he surrendered his one and only son. He gave him up to all of us because he has this thing he's doing. He's restoring us back to himself. He's restoring the brokenness in the world one person at a time by receiving this amazing gift of new life and, and everlasting life and eternity and forgiveness and, and freedom and love, which is what Jesus did for us on the cross. Jesus surrendered everything he knew, everything he was, all for us. It's so worth it when you think about it that way. It makes me want to surrender more. Maybe you will too. Maybe you'll, it'll give you food for thought for the rest of this week as we make our way through Holy Week and make our way to the cross. What do I still need to surrender to Jesus? What do I still need to give up for him? Because he gave up so much for me. Something to think about today. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what you gave up for us, what you surrendered for us, Lord, and that you're not asking us to do anything different than what you asked of your own son, that what you went through yourself. And I just pray that each person listening, Lord, if there is something that they still need to surrender over to you, that they still need to uh, allow you to work in their lives, that there's something that they're holding back, that you will just create a space because you're so good, because you don't pull it from us, you don't demand it of us, you just, you ask us to make a way to give things up for you, to learn more about you in this journey, and in, in your timing and for your glory, but in this journey where we're just taking one step at a time, holding your hand, following you. And that if there's something, Lord, that, that they still need to let go of, that you will speak to their hearts today, that they will freely offer that up to you as a sacrifice, as a surrender, because you did it for us. Thank you for this week. Thank you for everything that it represents. And we just ask that you walk with us and be with us as, as we make our way to the cross. We love you, we thank you, we praise you, and we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 
If you need a place to go Easter Sunday, make sure that you check out our online service, Truth in the Streets. It airs 10 a.m. live on Sunday. It's going to be an amazing celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if you're going to another service, but you still want to catch it anyways, make sure you find it on my Facebook page, Amy Bauman. It's amybauman.speakingtruthwithlove. Um, you can follow along and like it, but there's always Tuesday teachings like today, Sunday sermons, daily devotionals, all the ways that you can renew your mind and become more and more and more like Jesus. It's a journey. We are all doing it together. I am learning new things every day, and it's just a great place to be in community as fellow brothers and sisters in Christ making our way. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.